Hello, thank you for listening to this Aspen podcast discussing the paper Medical Nutrition Therapy in Patients Receiving ECMO, Evidence-Based Guidance for Clinical Practice. My name is Kenneth Christopher, and I am Editor-in-Chief of JPEN. Today, I'm delighted to welcome Drs. Ellen Dresen and Christian Stopp from the University Clinic in Würzburg, Germany. Dr. Dresen is a clinical scientist who specializes in critical care nutrition. Dr. Stopp is an intensivist, a clinician scientist, and also a clinical trialist. Both are editorial board members of JPEN. Dr. Dresen is the first author, and Dr. Stopp is the senior author of the JPEN review article entitled Medical Nutrition Therapy in Patients Receiving ECMO. Full disclosure, I am partial to this paper, as I am also a co-author. Dr. Drazen and Stop, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having us. Thank you for inviting us. Most welcome. Let me start by asking you, Dr. Stop, um, what motivated you and your colleagues to do the review? So let me start that. Our research team is really dedicated to improve nutrition therapies in ICU patients through knowledge generation, synthesis, and translation. So we engage in a broad range of research activities and promote like a culture of best practice in critical care nutrition. We really hope that this may result in improved clinical outcomes for our ICU patients and increase the efficacy of our treatment during our daily practice. So based on a recently completed international nutrition survey, we illuminated that nutrition practices, especially in the cardio on cardiovascular ICUs, is inadequate, and especially in such with ECMO support. This is how we came to this topic. Excellent. Dr. Jason, let me ask you, um, what was the most difficult part of completing the review? These types of papers are big and they can be kind of ominous undertakings, but what did you find was the most difficult part of completing the review? Mm, the most difficult part of completing the review was to select the topics and aspects uh, to be included in it, as everything around medical nutrition therapy, especially in this specific patient cohort is important and it was very challenging to condense uh, the topics and to keep it as short as possible to give a practical guidance for clinical practice. And on the other hand, it was very um, challenging to handle the limited evidence on this topic in the specific patient cohort as there exist no RCTs which we could include in recent years. Interesting. It's difficult to provide guidance when there's so little data. Dr. Stopp, what was your most surprising finding in the review? So we have obviously different viewpoints in, uh, about that. For me, it was really the overall enthusiasm and feedback which we received when this review was published. So we received a lot of positive feedback that this is exactly what we need on our ICUs. Thank you for this article. And can we learn more about that? And this was really something which I did not expect it. it maybe it was in hope, but this was really a big surprise. And what about you? 
for me, in addition, it was the most surprising finding that the evidence was predominantly derived from observational studies or partially uh, of recommendations for general ICU patients, but there were only very few recommendations specific for ECMO patients. And as already mentioned, there were no RCTs in recent years focusing on targeted medical nutrition therapy strategies in ECMO patients. Excellent. Dr. Stopp, after completing the review and now seeing the response, which I, I recognize was quite impressive when the paper was released on early view, have you changed your philosophy on why this topic is important? So the overall importance of this topic became of increasing relevance since the COVID pandemia, where we observed a significantly increased use of ECMO on our ICUs and parallel to the increased use of ECMO for patients with RDS, there's as well an increased use of ECMO-like mechanical circulatory systems on cardiovascular ICUs for patients with hemodynamic instability after myocardial infarction, ischemic shock, and so on, or after cardiac surgery. And for these patients, we need a more individualized approaches to improve the nutrition practice and to provide best nutrition practices. And there is a need, there's an increasing patient population with these therapies. And we experienced that clinicians were, for example, reluctant to start nutrition support, were uncertain about what is the best nutrition therapy for these patients. Yeah, it's interesting how the pandemic really did lay this bare, simply because the the ECMO technique was was put into use on a larger scale, and the problem became much, much more apparent in terms of the lack of guidance and also the lack of nutrition support in these fragile, extremely sick patients. So it is interesting how the world responded to that, and your response to that, I think, is actually quite important. Dr. Drazen, let me ask you, if you had to do the review over, what would you change? Maybe uh, if we had to do the review again, we would change uh, the term to formulate it more general specific for all patients receiving mechanical circulatory support system but not only specific for ECMO patients, and maybe to more select the topics included and uh, to separate it on different manuscripts. Yeah, it's interesting because the response was very positive, of course, but the process of doing the review is very difficult. I think that we always learn something from the papers that we complete, and these reviews can be unwieldy simply because there's a lot of people involved as well. And on that vein, Dr. Stupp, what advice do you have for others who are reviewing such complicated topics? I think the key aspect of success from my viewpoint is to gather together a group of interdisciplinary experts, which help you to answer the different questions which may arise from such a project. And together with this interdisciplinary team, you will find the best answers to the major question. And I think this is really a key factor of, of success that we learn to reach out to other people to answer questions together. And I think this is really a strength which you can as well 
see in this review where we invited co-authors who are working as dietitians, as physicians, as surgeons, as intensivists, and so on. Excellent. And Dr. Jason, can you tell me what are you studying now? Following this review, we are now focusing on developing research projects on associations between medical nutrition therapy practices and different nutritional strategies on clinical outcomes and also functional outcomes. And this in an observational and also interventional approach. In addition, we are developing strategies and methods to improve both education of healthcare professionals in this field of therapy and to improve the clinical practice as well. Thank you so much, Dr. Dresden and Dr. Stopp, for your experience and your expertise. It was an absolute delight to discuss your review. And we also want to thank our audience for listening to this Aspen podcast. To support what we do, please share, subscribe, and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, and or SoundCloud.